Hello everyone, welcome to Squeaky Clean Science. Today's episode, we are going to be interviewing Mr. Robert J. Oppenheimer and his assistant, Dorothy McKibben, also known as the Gatekeeper. We'll get to that later in the episode, but let's get right into the interview. Hello everyone, this is Ann Bauer. Today we are going to be talking about Robert J. Oppenheimer. Um... Some people said that Oppenheimer was a spy. However, I don't believe he was. Um, Today, we have Robert Oppenheimer himself to talk about it. Um, Robert Oppenheimer, what what did people say about you? Well, people thought I was a spy, but I wasn't. Um, The problem was they said I was a part of the... um, communist party i wasn't um i do want to acknowledge that um i had joined many communist front organizations in the 1930s um and that my wife my former fiance my brother and my sister-in-law were all party members but i never joined the party myself all right all right um so you weren't a spy no, no, I was never a spy. I worked for the Americas um, all my life. Um, I don't see why I would want to be a spy. Well, with the whole bomb ordeal, um, there's a lot of talk about this whole being a spy thing. I mean, I think... Let's see. Dr. Herkin wrote to us the other day. Um, we asked him if he thought you were a spy. He said... I don't think he was a spy. The significance of his being a communist was that it gave him something he had to hide. And maybe one explanation of why he was so quiet after 1954. Um, That's when the security clearance was revoked, right? Correct. All right. Well, I have some other questions for you. Um, So let's talk about people said that you were the father of the bomb. Yes, yes, I believe I was the father of the bomb, but, um, that's just the name that everyone gave me. Um, I was the head of the Los Alamos laboratory, um, but people credit me for being the father of the atomic bomb because of my role in the Manhattan Project, the World War II undertaking, which developed the first nuclear weapons, for example, the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Alright, so did you invent the bomb? Yes, I I invented the bomb, but it was me and my Manhattan Project team that invented it. So it wasn't just me. Well, the entire Manhattan Project was responsible for the creation of the first functioning atomic bomb. How many people did it require? Well, there was about 130,000 of us that were in the Manhattan Project to try to you know, get nuclear out there. We wanted to be able to be the first ones and we wanted to be just the best. I mean, creating Hiroshima and Nagasaki was a huge, huge um, ordeal for us. I mean, it killed many of people, but I think at the same time, it was just, it was just amazing. All right, yeah, I, I understand you there. Um, One last question for you today. Um, 
let's talk about your um, assistant. Uh, what was her name? Oh, her name was Dorothy McKibben. Um, she was my secretary. Um, you may talk to her if you'd like. Sure, yeah, let's get right to that. Give me one second and we'll go get her. Hello, Dorothy McKibben. Today we want to talk to you about what it was like working and how you get in. You uh, got into all of this. Um, so you decided to take a job as a secretary. Um, why, though? Well, it sounded kind of mysterious because it had something to do with the war effort, and I wanted to do everything I could to help with it. Um, I met my new boss, Oppenheimer, when I first started, and at instant, I was instantly struck by his magnetism, um, and I knew I had to be involved in whatever he was doing. Um, scientists uh, were hired for the project, and they were given letters telling them to report to an address where I was in Santa Fe, and then they were told that they'll find out how to complete that trip upon arrival here. Um, when they arrived, they met me, um, <clears throat> and I got the nickname Gatekeeper because they couldn't pass without me. Um, my job was basically to write out um, security passes for the newcomers, tell them to never refer to each other as doctor or professor um, because it would draw attention to them in Los Alamos, um, and then I would give them directions to Los Alamos. Um Despite all the cautions, the people of Santa Fe knew something was up, however. Um, a bunch of people with European accents everywhere and long lines of army trucks were headed to the hills. Um, a lot of rumors started spreading about what was going on in Los Alamos. Um, but then my, well, Mr. Oppenheimer, um, he asked Robert and Charlotte Cerber, his right-hand man and his right-hand man's wife, to go into town and spread the rumor that they're building an electric rocket. But, like, they would go to the bar and they would talk about it with people, but no one seemed to take the bait. But despite their best efforts, they were doing amazing. All right, yeah. I, I, I can imagine, yeah. That had to be crazy. Um, so, what was it like hanging out with Oppenheimer? Well, he was very awesome. As I talked about earlier, um, he I was just struck by his magnetism, and I had to be involved in whatever he was doing. I see, I see. Yeah, okay. So, you came upon this job, and you thought you were going to be a secretary. Um, but in the end, you helped with the bomb, basically. So, how did, how did you help with all the bombs? Well, like I just said, they called me the gatekeeper because I was the one that would direct them to Los Alamos. Um, but first they had to come to me in Santa Fe and I had to figure out whether they were actually going to be there or they if they were in help or if they were spies. I see, I see. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, it was very nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well... It was great to interview you. Thank you for coming. That concludes our episode for today on Robert Oppenheimer and his right-hand secretary, Dorothy McKibben, also known as the gatekeeper. Um, if you'd like to hear more on other scientists, please just let us know. Give us a holler and email us with any suggestions. We'd love to hear from you guys.
Um, thank you.